What's up, sir? Can you hear me? You're all fuzzy. Here, one second. Give me one second. Hold up. My AirPods are just not connecting to my phone anymore. I mean, you sound fine now. Yeah, but I don't want to be on... Here, one second. I'm putting in my other headphones. All right, can you hear me now? I can. All right. What's up, man? All right, well, you know what? Dude, these fucking White Sox, all right, let me just start because the inning is not over, all right? I know we were planning on starting this when the inning's over. Here's the, here's the deal. First inning, Sox go bases. They, so, Sox don't score in their top half of the first. They're away. Bottom half of the first, bases loaded, no outs, right? We just give this up. Bases loaded, no outs. Struck out. The next batter, the next guy grounds into a double play, right? So we get out of the inning, no runs. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, not maybe a fluke. You know, you know, you get past it, no harm, no foul, right? No runs scored fine. This inning, we get in, pitcher, you know, Reynaldo Lopez, starting pitcher, looks much more comfortable, gets the first two guys out, right? No problem. All right, first two guys out, looks like he's cruising through this inning, no, no problem. Next guy up, hits a hits a home run. And I'm okay, you know what? Stuff's not perfect tonight. Give us a solo, solo home run, you know, it's one run, whatever. You know, it's two outs, just got sitting, move on. Next guy, walk. Guy after him, single. Guy after him, two-run double. So all of a sudden, the Sox are down 3 nothing, and we still two outs in the bottom of the second. Ronaldo Lopez gets – he's done. He's out of the game. We bring in a reliever. Five outs into the game, we bring in a reliever. Sox starting pitching. I lose my mind over this because we have two guys in the out of our five-man rotation, maybe two and a half. Two guys, though – I can consistently rely upon. And the rest of the time, all we can hope for is that our offense is good enough to score more runs than our opponent, which is often the case because the Sox offense is on fire. But we only, but all we do is rely on the home run. This White Sox team cannot manufacture a run to save their life. Last night, last night, first inning, first inning, we go up 2 nothing, right? 2 nothing in the first inning. I'm thinking this is great, you know? We're going to cruise, cruise, you know, then all of a sudden we start stranding base second inning, third inning, fourth inning. we're leaving guys on base, right? Second and third, one out, right? Or a leadoff double, whatever the case may be. We are leaving guys on base left and right. We cannot score. And slowly but surely the twins, a team that can manufacture runs are just slowly but surely catching up, right? They're hitting, you know, you know, two outs, single, you know, stolen second base, another single to bring home, whatever the case may be. They're, they're scoring runs the way the White Sox cannot score runs. Next thing you know, Sox lose three to two because we can only score for hitting home runs. And if we're not hitting home runs, we're not scoring. And it's you can't win baseball games relying on the long ball, especially when you're starting pitching is inconsistent. And I know I have not been a big baseball fan, right? It's not the sport I normally watch. And I haven't really paid much attention in a long time. But now that I'm paying attention to baseball, I'm starting to realize how absolutely infuriating it can be because stuff like this happens. And because the game moves at such a slow pace relative to other sports, all you can do is sit there and watch and suffer. And I just don't understand how somebody could be a fan of a baseball team, let alone a baseball team that isn't that good. Because the Sox right now are good. They're in first place in the Central, but they still piss me off to no end. And I lose my mind over this. I just can't imagine like you rooting for a team like the Phillies who are not in first place and are probably going to the playoffs. I'm sorry, but either way, well, actually they might, but either way, this stuff makes me lose my mind. So that's what I have to say. I'm starting with that. Okay. You can, you can say what you got to say now. Dude, I love the passion for it. This is what I've wanted from you. 
some passion and some like frustration. And by the way, oh my, okay, there's a walk. There's a walk. Okay, so now they have first and second, still two outs. Jesus. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I'm gonna be narrating this game because I'm losing my mind. You're good, man. So all I think I just want to point out right now is this is the 67th episode of Two Randy Dudes, which is monumental to be at. Yeah. So you don't do a lot of you don't do a lot of rants. No. And and I appreciate that. That was almost a solid four minute rant about the White Sox of all teams. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. You cannot win championships the way the White Sox are playing because they're beating bad teams. But right now they're playing the Twins, right? Twins are – they started as hot as any team, right? They, they were on a bit of a slump. We beat them in the first game, right? And, and the way we beat them in the first game is that we were winning. They came back and tied it off of the shit – the worst play. Like, talk about error after error after error. Just nightmare in the top of the ninth or rather top bottom of the eighth top of the ninth. We come in, score three runs and win. And then yesterday we did that. And today now we're down three, nothing in the second. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting very worked up about this. As you should, cause you're a fan. A fan fans get worked up. Fans get pissed off when the teams are performing under their, uh, their limits. So I appreciate this. I like the passion. I like the heat. But like, okay. So I do have a question. Like, how do you, deal with watching a game when your team is consistently not playing well. Like I, if the White Sox are losing by three runs or more after the sixth, I turn it off. Like I just don't care anymore. Cause I'm just, I'm too fed up to keep watching. Well, what the Phillies need to do, well, I'm the exact opposite. If they're winning by less than five runs going into the ninth, going into the eighth, going into the eighth, they're winning by less than five runs. They lost the game. However, they have added some bullpen help, which has done wonders to them. Um, so, it, but I've said this before: baseball is. is the worst sport to watch when your team sucks. Yeah, yeah. The White Sox got out of the inning on a ground ball. But anyway, but also like this game moves so like. The game started at 7.10 local time. It is currently 8.10, right? So the game has been going on an hour. The second inning just ended. Like, we have played two out of nine innings, and it's been an hour. That's a long time to play effectively, you know, a quarter of the game, not even. I mean, I like long games. Like, to me, baseball is not sped up. It's not – doesn't have any technology in it. And it just played the game. That's yeah. what I love about it. I love the fact that baseball, tight, like theoretically, could never end. Well, you could say that about like hockey could never end. No, it has to end when someone scores. Yeah. So, but like, what do you mean baseball could never end? Baseball could never end if like one team scores, like the the t- other team could score as well. It's not sudden death. Yeah, but I'm. But what I'm saying is, like, in hockey, if n- neither team scores, the game will never end. It's not, you know, like, I get what you're saying, but there are other games that could, in theory, go forever if nobody scored. Yeah, true, but more so baseball. Yeah, I get that. 
Because there's no time in baseball. There's no time. I love that. But, I, love the, I love the numbers as well when it comes to baseball. I'm learning. Okay. Like, they show so many statistics. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Like, the statistics they yeah, track? And just because it's a numbers game. Like, oh, he's batting, you know, 333. So, he could be batting, like, six for eight. He's gone six for eight on the season. Or he's gone 20 for 60 on the season. Yeah. Like, it's fun doing those numbers. Here, so – Speaking of numbers, I have a question. This is just my baseball ignorance. All right, so let's say you've got a middle reliever, right, a guy you bring in in like the seventh or whatever, who is throwing, you know, like he's got like a a mid-ones ERA, striking dudes out, not walking anybody, Um, you know, like a guy who you can rely upon to get you three outs pretty easily and move on, right? Like, a very solid middle reliever type guy, you know? My question is, if you have a starter who is very inconsistent, why the hell don't you make your middle reliever a starter? If he's throwing so well, why do you keep it? Like, I just don't understand. If you've got a guy in your bullpen who is consistently playing really well, why don't you just make him a starter? Because I guarantee you, not a, a lot of teams have starters who suck or who just, like, just can't, can't throw a solid six, seven innings before moving on. Like, can you explain that to me? There could be a number of factors. Like, one, the mentality of the pitcher. Like, like some guys just get juiced up for an inning, you know? Um, and then some guys lose their stuff after, like, an inning or two. Um, some guys don't have the arm for it. You know, some guys can probably just pitch, you know, 20, 25 pitches max, and then their arm is shot. Like, there's a very, very well amount of, of – of um answers and like yeah but once you're in it's it's much easier to go from the from the starting rotation to the bullpen than it is from the bullpen to the starting rotation yeah that makes sense because your whole routine switched up too like some guys like you like pitchers are off every four days right they only pitch one day a week yeah but like they're doing something to stretch out their arm and you know stay loose for those four days leading up to that fifth day start. With 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 um bullpen guys, they're they're in a routine where they don't have to you know stretch out or do certain things every day. And they can oh, just go. go out and pitch. Yeah. Okay. That. Oh, Tim. Oh, All right. Never mind. Okay. No, that makes sense. I, I mean, it just it's. I just, it's interesting to me to see teams break, like have a really shitty starter, but then all of a sudden they bring in this reliever who's like, you know, almost guaranteed to go three up, three down. That's their job. Middle relievers are the most undervalued people of all time in sports. No one ever talks about middle relievers ever. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, the Sox have a very inconsistent bullpen, so I don't know how I feel. Like, sometimes we have guys come in, mow down, mow down guys. Other times, you know, our relievers can't get out to save their lives. Well, that's how the Phillies bullpen was until the trading deadline. Did you guys pick up some decent bullpen? Yeah. A huge help. So it's not just some scrubs off the street. Because you guys are, 
You guys are like fighting for a wild card spot, right? Well, no, we're actually like in the hunt for like a legit playoff spot because we're second in the East right now. Oh, you guys are in second. I thought you were in third. Okay. Isn't it a tight race for second place though? Yeah. yeah. Luckily, I mean, the Sox are probably going to make the playoffs. It's going to be the Sox, the Twins, and the Indians coming out of the Central, and then like the the Yankees, the the I don't even know who else out of the Rays, the Rays, and I forget the third, uh, the Orioles maybe. I don't know. Um, out of the e- East and the West is like the is Oakland, and I don't know who else. But either way, there are there are was it eight. There are eight good teams and eight shitty teams in the American League. So, luckily, the Sox are one of the eight good teams that are, like, those eight are, like, pretty much guaranteed to make the playoffs. I mean, it's a great it's a great year to be a mediocre team. I mean, yeah. unlike, unlike the Sox that are in first, like, the Phillies, it's a great year because you get more – you possibly get a playoff spot when you wouldn't have in any other year. Yeah. It, are they going to keep this format where they put eight, they like a, an extra wild card team? They shouldn't. Why not? But I don't know. What's wrong with more teams making the playoffs? It's so stupid, dude. That's the whole reason why you have these divisions. The whole reason you have these divisions. Why, like, I understand why they're doing it. It's all because of money. That's what it always comes down to in any situation, especially in sports. But, like, they, um, it's dumb to me. Like, to me, I don't, if the Phillies, like, at, like, in the traditional way, how it's like two wildcard teams, I don't consider them making the playoffs unless they win that wildcard game. That, that playing game. I don't know. I, I, part of me doesn't like that because I I like how hockey does it, where you know it's broken down into two conferences, and it's just the eight best teams. There, it doesn't matter what division you're in. It's just the eight best teams, which I think has how it should be. Like the eight the eight best teams from each side make it. Like because sometimes a shitty team from one conference will make it because they're in a shitty conference. And then a good team from another conference won't make it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, that's the problem that comes into play with football half the time. Yeah. Like the one year, the, 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 a 7-9 NFC West team made it made the playoffs. And, like, a 10-6 and six, um, team from another division missed it. Missed yeah, it. that's why it's like, who cares? Like, it shouldn't matter. Oh, we need to have a team from this geographic area make the – like, no. The, eight, the, the top X number of teams – Make it. Doesn't matter. I don't care if it's three teams out of the end. I don't care if the, the Packers, the Bears, and the Vikings all make the playoffs. If they're the three best teams, they make the playoffs. Like, end of story. That's how it should be. Yeah. But I like the old way the NHL does their playoffs. They they did it. They took the top eight teams from, from, the, uh, from the conference. But now it's the, the best three teams from um, – from one com- from one division, and then they then they take two wild cards. Oh, they change. I didn't know they. Ch- I thought it was always just the top eight. No. So like the so say the the Blackhawks, the Blues, and the Predators were the top three in their division. Yeah. And say the Canucks, the Kings, and um, the Coyotes were um, the top three from their division. They, those six would make it, and then. 
the rest of the Western Conference, the, the, the next two highest point getters, no matter what division they're in, are the are the last two get, that get in. Okay. That's slightly better, and that's that's effectively what baseball is doing this year, which is what I like. You know, the top two teams from each conference make it, or each division make it, and then there's two wildcard spots. So the next the next two best teams make the playoffs. I personally like the old NHL way. Take the top eight teams, no matter where they're from, go. Yeah. I agree. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know why they have to do it geographically, but whatever. Although, like, I like for, like, football, I understand it because, like, because of scheduling. That's why. Like, you're not going to be able to face, like, for basketball, for, that's why it works for basketball and hockey. They play every team, so they play every out of conference team twice, one at home and once away. And yeah. then they play their division foes, say four or five times each, and then they face the their their same conference but different division foes. Like I think it's like two or three times. So that's why it works. Like you can't do that with football. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I like. That's that's fair. Uh, let's see. Sox have two on, one out, three and one count. That's gonna be ball four. That's gonna be bases loaded with home run, not leader, but could be leader Jose Abreu up to bat. He is a RBI. He's the only guy on our team who can get us RBIs without just hitting a home run. He can single into all we need is a singler. Single is a tie game. No, it's not. They're three nothing. A double is a tie game. A single brings us within one. Let's see what he does. I uh, I don't know. I have no confidence in this team right now, but I'm gonna hope for the best for Jose. He hasn't a home run in a while. We'll see what happens. It's also nice. So I'm at my aunt's house right now. Um, cat sitting again this week because she's out of town again. And she gets NBC Sports Chicago on her regular cable, which means I don't have to. Oh, Jose. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Jose, you got to fucking run. Jesus Christ. Okay. We scored, but anyway. Here, this is. That's what pissed me off about baseball. I'm going to say one other thing about this. Jose Abreu hit a ground ball to the first baseman. Okay? So he is assuming, oh, I'm just going to, you know, oh, shit, I grounded into a double play or force out at home, whatever. Well, the first baseman fumbled it, right? It bounced away from his body, which means now it's a foot race between Jose and the pitcher coming to cover first base. Well, because Jose thought he was done for, he just casually started jogging down the line, and then he had this oh, shit moment and actually had to start running. And because of that, he got out. Like, you got to hustle on every play. And I see in baseball a lot of times guys are just like, whatever, I'm just going to jog, I'm going to get out. Like, run. If you're going to if you're gonna hit the ball and play, you have to run. You don't just jog. Because shit like that happens. I don't think so. I, I mean, in like, no, I never see jogging in, like, football or hockey. Uh, dude, no, I'm saying you have to go all out no matter what play it is. Dude, that's how I that's how I played every single game, dude. No matter if it was gym class, pick up football in the backyard or, or like fucking like high school football. You always play like the fucking win the game, 
as well as um, like it's your last play. I've always done that. Yeah, but I mean, but you, but, but you know what I'm saying, right? In baseball, sometimes yeah. they're just like casually heading on down to first when they just assume they're going to get out. Yeah, it drives me insane. Yeah. Let's see what Aloy can do. A single's a tie game here. We got second and third, two outs, but it's an 0-2 count on a guy who strikes out or hits the ball really hard. So we'll see what he does. Ball one, one and two. What are the what's the score of the Phillies game? Uh three nothing. Phillies or not Phillies? Phillies. Who are they playing? Nationals. That's not bad. I hate the Nationals so much. Why? Huh? Why? Because they got no fans. They have Z- Washington DC is the is is in the leading city, cities for being worst sports city of all time. That's because everybody, nobody who lives in Washington D.C. is from Washington D.C. It's all a bunch of like transplants. Like everybody who goes there came from other places where they're fans of their original home team. That's why. Yeah, which is but like, but all those people that live in D.C. that aren't fans of of the team act like they're big fucking fans. Like, shut up and sit down. All right. I hate that shit. Yeah, that's because they're like, oh, I live in D.C. I have to do D.C. things. I have to like D.C. Like, I don't like people who I think people who live in D.C. Like the people who move to D.C. for work, like, you know, a lot of people move to cities for work. Right. A lot of people end up in New York or Chicago or Los Angeles or other big cities. I think the people who end up in D.C. are the worst people because they're always going there for pretty high paying jobs, you know, like hot, like government jobs or like salting jobs or shit like that, where they think they're hot shit. They probably just graduated from like some hoity-toity school, whatever. Those people just, just like, all right, fuck off. Like, why do you, why you got why, you know, oh, I love Alexander Ovechkin. No, you don't. You're just saying that because you live in Washington, D.C. now, and it's the, it's the cool thing to say. I mean, I like, I love Alexander Ovechkin. Yeah, so do I. I but, I'm, but I'm imagining, like, this girl who grew up in, like, you know, who, who grew up in New York, went to NYU, you know, got her degree, and then moved to Washington, D.C., and the first thing she does when she gets there is buys a Ovechkin t-shirt jersey and trims the bottom to make it a crop top and thinks she's like, this. oh, oh I'm so D.C. now. Like, no, you're not. Get out of here. That kind of fake shit pisses me off. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know the kind of person I'm talking about? Yeah, dude, because, like, I've grown up with my teams, dude. You can't just pick up a team when you're, like, fucking 23 Right out of college, you gotta have your teams. Yeah, I got my teams. Granted, they they fade in and fade out, as is the case with the White Sox. But it will always be the White Sox whenever I care about baseball. Yo, speaking about DC, I miss DC. Yeah, Eloy struck out. What did I say? Is he gonna hit the ball hard or strike out? What did he do? He struck out. Classic. Dude, I'm actually loving this. Like, I truly love how passionate and how fired you get over baseball. Because I could, like, watch a game now and be like, hey, you know, the White Sox suck. And we could actually have a conversation about it. I'll probably agree with you on whatever you're saying. Because right now, they don't look good. I bet about anything, dude. I, I, wasn't, like, talking- I need to look. They probably try. Like, I'm curious. The team that has stranded the most base runners this year, I would not be surprised if the White Sox were high on that list. No, definitely Phillies or Mets. I'll look. Do they track that statistic? I'm I'm assuming they have. Give me one second. Because maybe it's the case with every every baseball team. Like I, I'm curious. Like another statistic. Like 
how often, like what, what percentage of the time does a runner in scoring position score on average in the MLB? Like with, with no outs, with one outs, with two outs, what is like, is it, you know, if there's no outs, it's a, you know, 52% of the time he scores. If there's one out, it's 40%. If there's two outs, it's like, I don't know, 18%, whatever it is. I'd be curious to see that as well. I don't know, man, to be honest with you. Uh, let's see. Let's see. MLB team runners left in the scoring position per game. Okay, I was very wrong. The White Sox are in 19th in the league. Wait, no. Wait, I don't, how do I read this? This makes no sense. How do you, how do you? Okay, I guess the way you read this is, so the Phillies average 3.74 runners left on base per game. But that doesn't make sense. It's got to be higher than that, right? Left in scoring position. Hold on. This this statistic thing, mate, it, this makes no sense. All right, listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Shut up. All right, I'm looking this up right now. Okay. okay. MLB team left on base per game. Okay. Okay. So it goes from the top, 12.76 at Minis- with Minnesota, to the bottom is the New York Mets at 17.03, which means they're saying – Minnesota is the best, hence number one, because they've only left 12.76 men left on base. Okay. Per game. Yeah, it makes sense. The Nets are the worst at 30th with 17.03. Okay, that makes sense. The Phillies are 24th with 15.13. The White Sox are 15th with 14.33. Okay. I, I would have assumed they're worse, but that's, I mean... But okay. again, like I said, the Mets, the, they're awful, dude. Mm. The White Sox are tied for second in home runs per game at 1.81. That's pretty I lo- The Philadelphia Phillies from 2007 to 2011, like when they were in their heyday, yeah. lived and died by the, the long ball. That's great. That's what the White Sox are doing right now. There was a time. A week and a half. The I think yeah, it was it was a week and a half ago. The weekend that we played the Cubs, um, we went. The White Sox scored twenty consecutive runs off of home runs. Twenty. That's insane. That's, that's fun to me. And we won those games. Like that's the thing. We were winning games. Like we won eight to one, and then ten to three. Like it was literally okay. Couple guys on board, home run. One guy on home run, solo shot, whatever the case may be. And at that same time, Jose Abreu went four at-bats in a row with a home run. Like, every time he swung, the ball left the park. 
That's fun to me. It was be- I love oh, watching. Dude, it was beautiful. I was having a blast watching them just tee off, especially against the Cubs. We hit six home runs against the Cubs in one game at Wrigley. Really? Yeah. We won 10 to 1. We, we hit like five solo shots and like a – no, we hit like four solo shots and a couple of like two, three run shots. Did you see the Cubs the other day became the first team in history of baseball to have all three of their starting outfielders hit two home runs each? I did. It was kind of cool of them. Here, so I have a question. That's, you bring up an interesting – so when I I, saw, I was watching, like, the highest in that game when I saw it happen, because they were playing at Cincinnati. And the ballpark at Cincinnati looks like it is just not good. And what I know you've been there. What Like, what is it like? To me, it was corny. Like, there was so, – like, it, the one good thing about the, that, that place was that the walkways were so spread out. Like, in – like – New Yankee Stadium, they're so like tight, but like at at um, Great American Ballpark, I don't know if it's name changed now, but it's so spread out. However, I thought the the stadium was corny. There was nothing really to it. I mean, they they have a steamboat or like river out river boat or whatever in like uh, the outfield. But to me, it was it was just like whatever. It wasn't anything great. My mom loved it. It, it, some reason. it looked like one of those stadiums from the 80s that just was like a classic 80s baseball stadium that shouldn't exist anymore. And also, the city of Cincinnati, I feel like, does not deserve an MLB and NFL team. Like, it does not see – like, since it, I, Ohio has way too many professional sports teams for the fact that it's Ohio. That ball was fucking crushed. Jesus Christ. Or nothing. So, no, this dude must weigh – 280 pounds. He just hit one about 460 feet. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Big, meaty meatball, dude. Projected distance 405. If that thing went 405, the wall must be at like 370 because that thing hit the upper deck in the outfield. <laughs> I heard it. I heard the announcer say that shit. Yeah. Steve Stone. Here, I have, okay, so I have a lot of baseball questions that I care about baseball. I'm curious. This is not so much a question about the game, but so Steve Stone, White Sox announcer. He's been around him. He played, he pitched, and it'll be, he was actually a pretty good pitcher, all-star pitcher at, his, at a time. Um, leaves the game in the 80s. He his, One of his earliest and the job he might be known best for was being Harry Carey's play-by-play guy back when Harry Carey was calling the Cubs. And now he's over with the Sox. What are your thoughts on announcers announcing for Crosstown Rivals and ultimately rooting for them because, you know, you've got to root for the team you you, you call? Like, what are your thoughts on that? They have no loyalty at all. I would never in a million years work for the Mets. So Never. If the only sports – okay, like if the only job you could get as a sport – if, if – the MLB said, we'll let you be a sports announcer, but the only team you will let you announce for, no matter what, is the Mets. You would not You would turn down that offer. Absolutely. I don't even have to think about it. My, Jesus that's Christ. Re- that is, that is, that, that's the whole reason why I didn't go into sports management or, like, or scouting or anything like that. You're afraid. I could have, but I didn't want to work for a team other than the Eagles. Like, I didn't want to have to root for the Jaguars on Sundays. 
I mean, you wouldn't. You could still root for the Eagles. You would just have to root for the Jaguars. Yeah, but what happens if the Jaguars chase the Eagles? I don't know. That's like the question of if you have a son and he plays for the Cowboys. Rooting for the Eagles. I don't understand that ever. Like, you want your son, your individual son, to do well in a game. However, your loyalty is to your team. You should root for your team still. Your son can have a good game. That's great. You'll still root for him. However, you ultimately hope your team ultimately wins. Okay. I, I don't understand that at all. No, okay, fair point. But let, let, me, let me bring up a hypothetical. I'm curious what you say. So let's say your son, and you're going to hate this. Let's say your son is a really good kicker, all right? Like NFL caliber kicker. And he is on the, the Dallas Cowboys, right? And it's Cowboys versus Eagles. Right. Winner. Wait, they're in the same same division, right? I don't really know. Yeah, I, I hope he misses it. I, if, if, if you ask yeah, me, I'm going to say, like, if, if winner goes to the playoffs and it's him kicking against the Eagles, would you want your son to do well or your team to win? Because you can't have team to win. You can't have us. So you'd rather have your son miss. <laughs> if that ever happens, please, I want to be in the room when you talk to your son for the first time after that because I can't, I'm imagining you going, Hey, Sana, I know you tried your best, but you missed. Fuck you. We're going to the playoffs. Because <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what you would say. No, I, I, I would thank you. I'd be like, hey, hey man, thanks, thanks for doing that, by the way. God. Oh. <laughs> that's just how it is, you know? And they should know that, too. And they should respect that as a son to the father. No. Oh. If that makes me a bad father, so be it. But go birds. I do you have to think about that. That's not even – no hesitation, all right? They, the Eagles trump any, everything. I think I've asked you this before. How is that a ball? This um, sucks. This guy is so inconsistent. Okay. Like so, do you care more about? I've asked you this before, but I want to. I want to revisit this topic. Do you care more about the team or the players who comprise the team? The team. So let's just say, okay. So let's say I'm going to use hockey in this example. One day, everybody on the Flyers just all of a sudden becomes players for the Penguins, and the Penguins players automatically, like Sidney Crosby, all of a sudden a Flyers play the whole. Penguins team just on, on the flip of the switch becomes the, the Flyers. You would still be a Flyers fan, even though the team is effectively everybody who used to be the Penguins. Yes, I would hate. I would hate my players. Like I hate. Like I hate Deshaun Jackson, and he's on the Eagles right now. Do I want him to do good? Yeah, but do I hate him still? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I mean because uh, it gets to the point. Like I'm thinking of a guy like AJ Pierzynski, who everybody hated. I loved him. I think you liked him too. But anyway, like, I loved him because I was a Sox fan. But if he came to your team, like, like for like the Angels on that drop third strike, I bet every Angels fan in the world hated AJ Brzezinski because of that. If I know he never did, but if he ended up on the Angels, I'm like, I'm wondering if they would want him to like do well or if they would just be like, no. Strike no, out. No, I, I wouldn't want certain players on my team because I would hate them. Like, I, like, Sidney Crosby, I, I hope someone checks you in the boards. Oh, good catch. Wait, say that again. 
if Sidney Crosby would ever become a free agent, I hope to God the Flyers would even think about signing. There's certain players I don't want on my team at all because I hate them so much. Yeah. Like, I'm going to obviously hope they do well in it, but I won't be sad if, like, someone takes them across the middle. So you don't, like, you don't pick a player you like and kind of just, like, root for him to do well in his career? I do. So, like, if Saquon Barkley ended up on, a, on like, the – I'll go back to the Cowboys. You would be okay with him doing well. I would hope he does well, but as a team, I hope they suffer. I hope they lose every single game. And if, if that means that he cannot score a single touchdown for the rest of his career, so be it. <laughs> okay. See, I don't have that level of commitment. Like, if if a guy I like, like if Allen Robinson gets traded from the Bears to the Packers, like, I wouldn't be mad if Allen Robinson caught the game when he touched down to beat the Bears. Why? Yeah. Because it's I, I like Allen Robinson. So he plays for like right now. I hate Sean Lee. I hate Connor McGovern. They're on the Cowboys. Automatically hate you. And Saquon Barkley, actually a big shit talker on the on the Eagles. So right now, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't care if he's from my hometown. I don't care if he went to my to my college. I don't care that he's friends with my sister. Um, like in high school, yo, you talk shit on the birds. Fuck you, dude. You wear a Giants blue on Sundays. Yo, fuck you. Get lost. Like a worse. I'm not gonna hope you you break your neck like I did with Eli Manning. But yo, get lost. Get stuffed in the in the two yard line. All right. Fumble the ball five times. All right. That's it. It's that simple. Um. And there's also on the you know how like you said you, you don't or uh I you pick players and root for them over their career. Yeah. There's players I root against over their career. Like Buster Posey, catch for the Giants, now DH, hate him. Hate him. He ruined baseball. Barry Bonds, hate him too. Wait, how did Buster, how did Buster Posey ruin baseball? Because he was like an all-star catcher. He finally had like a, a catcher they can build the game around, per se. And then he gets trucked at, at home plate because he was blocking the plate. He breaks his leg. And all of a sudden, now baseball has changed forever and you can't run into catchers. How is that his fault? Block it. Don't, don't whine about it. He broke his leg! That you put your body at risk. Wait, so wait, did he complain and then they changed the rule? It like it was more of like it was like it's like the TO rule. Like TO got hurt, so they changed to the the horse collar. Like yeah. he got he got hurt. But he didn't like, like lobby for a rule change, did he? No, but I think I think I, if I'm if my memory serves me correctly, he was upset about it in some sort of way. I mean, if that happened to me, I'd be pretty pissed. Like you no. broke my leg. No, no, don't block the plate then. Or if you know if you block the plate, you know you're gonna get run over. Don't expect me if I'm coming around third and I'm trying to win and trying to win the game and score a run. Don't expect me just to like stop or be like, okay, you're blocking the plate, just tag me. I'm running your ass over. And I did that a couple of times when I played baseball. I broke a kid's arm in seventh grade because I trucked him. How pissed was, like, did you get in trouble? Like, I feel like in seventh grade, that's something you get in trouble for. No, I wasn't. I wasn't in trouble at all. But, however, his twin brother was pitching on the mound. 
His so there was twin brothers. He, one kid was the catcher, one kid was the pitcher. Guess what happened the next, the, the next batter or the next inning? What? I was thrown at. Oh, he threw you? <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Protecting his, his blood relationship. Yeah, yeah, I respect the hell of it. However, if you're blocking the plate, did I'm you, your ass. Did you charge the mound when he threw you? <laughs> no, <laughs> I can see you doing he, that as well. No, he missed He missed me because I moved out of the way. But like In seventh grade, wow. He did heated uh exchanges in the seventh I grade. Mean, whatever. The, whatever. the Egypt the Egypt team or whatever. However, yeah, Egypt, however like yeah. weird way you guys played little league baseball in Pennsylvania. Yeah, in Egypt. Yeah, and and out of out of coincidence, I'm wearing an Egypt Park baseball jersey with sixty seven on the back right now. <laughs> Wait, so like your team was Egypt. Like you guys were like the Egypt Cobras. Did anybody like so was it Based on by where you lived, like you no, lived in this so, difference, so you play for Egypt, or how did that work? Well, you could. So we have. Let's see, Egypt, Cement, Florton Hockey, Shot at. So we have five different little little league teams in our in Whitehall. Okay. okay. You can sign up for any team you want. What if everybody wanted to play for one team? That that has happened before. Like some years, Egypt would have two teams and um, Cement would have none. And oh, there are multiple teams. Like, oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was just Walka. Okay. So, but you just got to pick? Yeah, you could pick wherever. Obviously, I chose Egypt because that's where I'm, where I live, and the park is a five minute walk and a 30 second drive. Yeah. Now, the way we did it, like, you signed up for Little League Baseball, right? It was Geneva. You signed up if you were playing like it. And it was a, like broken down by age. Like I think like, like two grades. Like I remember like fifth and sixth graders played together. Third and fourth, like they combined two grades to play. Um, and the way it worked was you signed up and then you were just in the pool. And then all of the coaches would come together and they'd have a draft. And they would literally draft their team. And then you would find out like, who was who your team was? See, yeah, we play, but then like the, team, the, but the teams like like I was the Red Sox one year and I was the Cardinals one year. Like they were just MLB teams. You just got a T-shirt with the logo on it and you know your name and number on the back or whatever, and that's what team you were. And we didn't have like you didn't have a home park like oh this week we're playing here and you know our next games at this park like all over Geneva. Just there was no no geography involved. It was just Geneva. Yeah, we had our like I played with kids for like ten straight years. No, see, I never did that. I was on a different team. The only team, so my dad coached with one of my friends' dads, and so me and him were on the same team. Like, if your dad was a coach, like you were automatically on that team. So since they coached together, we were on the same team. But otherwise, yeah, and we won the championship in sixth grade. It was one of my proudest moments. We were the Red Sox. It was the only time. I it was the semifinals, the game to get to the championship game. And I hit an over-the-fence home run, the only time in my career I ever I, – I have one career over-the-fence home run, and I cranked it off a guy I'm actually friends with now. So it was – I've never hit a home run in my life. I've never hit a home run. I've had, hit one triple, and that was off Aaron Yablonski. <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever hit a triple. I think I did because we, we used to play like some of the fields – didn't have an outfield fence. So if you just hit it hard enough, it would just keep going. Yeah, that's so, how most 
I thought most of our fields were. Yeah, but then I ended up did playing. Uh the the time I did hit an over the park home or over the fence home run, there was an actual fence that I hit over. Yeah, like I played with kids for like ten straight years. Huh. Interesting. But like Will, like I remember facing Will at like different teams. Like one year you played for Fullerton, I think one year you played for Shot Out. Like that's wow. just how it is. Like and my other friend um played one year at hockey and one one year at um at Egypt. Interesting. So, like, for like the three major sports football, baseball, and basketball, um, there's two teams in, for football hockey and fortune. Uh, there's five teams for baseball there's uh, Egypt's men, Fortune, hockey, and Shot Av. And there's. There's well, there was four teams. I don't know if that this, I'm just going off what like when I played. There was four teams for basketball. There was Egypt, Copley, um, Fortune, and hockey. Are those the only teams you played, or did you play teams out of Whitehall? No, we played teams out of Whitehall, like Northampton, like for like baseball. We'd play like 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 Parkland, like you know how like I talked about like Parkland High School. Yeah, they would have. Let's see, Ormrod, Schnecksville. Ormrod, Schnecksville. They would have like three or four different, um, what do you call it? Different, uh, like teams, locations. Yeah. Like Egypt, Fortune, like those. So, like four different, like teams or like four different, like, uh, like home sites. But those four different sites might have two or three teams each. Okay. And was it all like one league where you yeah. – like it was a league and then there were playoffs and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it was called either the Central Whitehall League or the Leigh Okay. And you'd face each other like all the time. And then usually it was like 15 or 16 games and then you would have playoffs and then you would have the championship. Okay. Yeah, so that's the same as us. <laughs> I, I won I won my championship in the fourth grade. Nice. We were seventeen zero. He was undefeated. Wow. I was starting second baseman. Did you guys have actual like assigned positions? Oh, okay, good. He's out. Did, like, were you always the second baseman? Yeah, I was either second baseman, left field, or right field, depending on who on on who pitched. Like so. There was a shortstop whose name was David. He played in Chuck Taylor's. It was hilarious. Jeez. Um, third base was Logan Craiglow. Um, first base was Stephen Kramer. Pitcher was the coach's son, Jonathan. Uh, always your pitcher? Not all. Like, that was our starter. Like, that was our main guy. Jeez. This is so different from how I did it. Um, catcher was Jake Olcheski. Left field was just a hodgepodge of guys. I can't even remember who would who would go out there. Um, no, shortstop would have been Joey Sipko. That's who I think it was. And then like center, like left, like left. I don't even I don't even remember outfield that much. But I know specifically 
Third base was typically Logan Craiglow. First base was always Stephen Kramer because he was, like, the only lefty on the team. And I was second base. Yeah, that is – like, for us, you played every position. Like, like it was all about everybody gets to play the positions they want. Like, pitching, you yeah. could only pitch two innings. And then, like, we played six-inning games or maybe seven, I don't remember. But, like, either way, you could only pitch two innings. But, like, everybody pitched. If you wanted to pitch, you said, hey, coach, I want to pitch. And he said, okay, I'll find a time for you to pitch. Like – there was no – like, I played – dude, I'm left-handed. I played catcher because I wanted to play catcher. I played first base. I pitched. I played third base a few times. Like, I played center field and right field. Like, I was – I played everywhere because, like, it was all about kids want to play baseball. They want to play the positions they want to play. We're going to let them play those positions. There's no, you know, you always play here for us. That, that's horseshit. And the same thing was with the batting order, like – you just pick up oh, – no, actually, let me rephrase it. The batting order was actually more consistent. I used to bat fifth. I was a pretty regular fifth spot in the batting order, which I liked because, you know, I think fifth was a good place to be. You know, it was a, fifth is a guy who – he has power, but he can also get on base. Like, he's a contact hitter who has power. That's how I viewed myself. Because I could, I could hit the ball pretty hard, you know, cons, you know, relative to the rest of the league. But I could also make good contact and get on base if I had to. So I like I like being the five spot. Yeah, we didn't play like we played like like that in like like little leagues. Like, but once you got to like third or fourth grade, like you had like a set position and like a, a pretty consistent lineup too. Like you'd play all over. Like sometimes the coach would put like one guy at second. I'd go to left field or right field. Um, and then as we got older, like I became like a utility guy that just played everywhere. Um, but yeah, like that's how it was. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Basketball was more of a just pick of a man, like the closest person that your height is. Yeah, that's how we did it too. But then again, I mean, I was, I, well, I didn't really play little. I was always, I played competitive basketball most of my childhood. Like travel team basketball was from fifth grade on through high school. Yeah, that wasn't me. So I was like, you know, I played a five. You'd be surprised. I was, I was a five for most of my career. And then when I was in high school, I played more of a three, four role, but I was a utility guy. I, I did not, I did not play good minutes in high school. I was, that's why I quit after sophomore year, but I did was, you actually play for your high school team? Yes, freshman sophomore year I did. I was like I was like a seventh seventh guy off the bench. Like second well, second guy off the bench, like five starters, then a six man than me. And I Wait, was I was like I I they brought me in to play like I apparently I was pretty good at defense because they brought me in when we needed to stop. Like that was my specialty. I was like the defense guy. So whatever. Why why'd you stop playing then? Well, because I knew well, first of all, I did not like our varsity coach. He was a he, he was a very polarizing guy, and like not a lot of people liked him. And I knew I was not going to play, especially as a junior, because like the guys older than me, plus the guys my own age who were better than me, were going to play more. I was going to sit on the bench every game, and then just have to get yelled at at practice and bust my ass. Like I was, I was just not. I and especially because junior year, that I was the first year I played varsity soccer, and I was just more committed to playing soccer than basketball. Uh, fair enough. 
but I love playing basketball. Playing basketball is such a fun sport to play. And now that I'm actually like going to be living in Chicago again, I know a bunch of my friends play like in rec league, you know, like, you know, men's league basketball on Thursday nights or whatever. I am signing up for those teams the minute they start back up because dude, I miss playing basketball. You should. That's like the sport I miss. Like, well, I think because basketball is the easiest to like play like that or softball are the two easy or maybe even flag football, but like, you know, you can't really play soccer pickup the way you can play other sports pickup. So I'm excited to start doing that again. I would be too, dude. That's awesome. I miss football, though. Watching it or playing it or both? Both. Well, you can start watching it again this weekend. Sorry, I'm yawning. Back. And then next weekend is pro football, too. Yeah, that's a pride. Like, it does not feel like the – I guess because there's been no preseason. It just does not feel like the NFL is about to start. There's a game a week from tomorrow, right? There's a Thursday night game. Correct. It's Texans and Chiefs. Yeah, that'll be a decent one. I don't. The Bears still have not named a starting QB. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? We've got ten days till our first game, or eleven days. We don't even know who our starting quarterback is. And I guarantee you, it's going to be Trubisky. And then we're going to start the season two and four before Nagy realizes that he should probably go with DDN. Oh my God! The White Sox cannot fucking play. Air, horrible throw. Third baseman injured. He's on the 10-day DL. Finally comes back. It's ground ball. Easy routine ground ball. Horrible throw to first. Safe. Ugh. Gotta love it, man. Why? I hate it. It's sarcastic. Yohan Moncada. Good ball player. He came back from injury. This is like the first time he's gotten the ball tonight. Threw it low. Jose could not make, hit, it, hit it right in the glove, but Jose could not make the scoop. Ugh. Team is. And then we have to go to Kansas City for a four game series after this. They're looking good. But it's actually going to be in third place before the end of the weekend. Mark my words. We're on first right now. What I'm nervous about the Phillies, man. What, what's the situation there? Oh, no, I mean the Flyers. The Phillies won, actually. So. Oh. Hey, you guys won. I I didn't watch – I watched the first period and change, but I didn't watch it after that. Um, I had to work, so, like, I, like, didn't work at all and just watched the game for about three hours. It's a good way to earn money. And then I, I went to the gym and, and watched it there, too. I watched highlights today. I mean, a win's a win. Got to stay alive, man. Yeah. Got to stay alive. That's what they did. The uh, the Islanders look pretty good, though. I had no idea that they were, like, half decent, but it seems like they are. They're just annoying more than anything. Like, they're, like, I, and it's so frustrating watching the Flyers because, like, their top, like, line hasn't scored at all until last game. So, it is just awful, dude. But, like, I'm hoping James Henry, Reams, like, Claude Giroux, uh, and those other guys, like Kevin Hayes, have snapped out of it and, you know, they can lead everything going forward. But we'll see, you know. How long has Claude Giroux been on the Flyers? 
2008, I think. I was going to say, I knew he was on the team when the Hawks won the Stanley Cup. And it seems like, I mean, because, like, that was, you know, Taze, Kane, those guys are on the team. But it seems like Claude Giroux has been around forever, and apparently he has been. So, I'm not wrong. Yeah, so he joined the roster full-time midway between the 2008 and 2009 season. Classic White Sox giving up another two-run rally here. I love this, man. I love this. Pissing me off, dude. Pissing me off. Just let it go. I can't, like... The White Sox are going to lose two or three, and then we have to, like I said, we have to go to Kansas City, who's looking pretty good as of late. We'll be lucky to get two there. Indians are looking good, you know. We're going to be, we're going to get the wild card spot, right? And we're going to have to play the Yankees first round to get swept. Do mark, I hate the Yankees? Mark so my words. Oh. I hate them. Yeah. What should I get for dinner tomorrow? What do you mean? What should I get for dinner tomorrow? I have to go from ADP to Dicks. Oh. Chick fil A. Nah. Maybe Chipotle. I was thinking Chipotle. Can't go wrong with Chipotle. God. White Sox team is just pissing me off. Wait, what about the big pet? I don't know. What do you mean, don't know? It's just every day. Oh, no, we're not playing this fall. Oh, no, we might actually start in November. Oh, no, we might actually start in October. Like, make Kevin Warren, if you're going to ha- if you're gonna be the commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, make up your mind. Just do it already. Well, he shouldn't have canceled the season in the first place, dude. I know, but you can't start walking. Once you make these decisions, that's why we were all saying from the start, he made the decision way too prematurely. Once you make a decision – if you're the commissioner, you have to stick to your decision, which means you shouldn't have made it in the first place and waited until you knew more, which clearly he didn't do for whatever reason. And all of a sudden, here we are. It's unbelievable. He looks like an idiot if he, um, if he goes back on that. I think he looks like an idiot either way because he just, he's, he just has been so indecisive, lack of transparency. He's doing well, all the wrong things. It's even that. It's, it's because the Big Ten is arguably the, the most popular conference out there. And next to the SEC, of course. Like, like toss up for that. But, um, and then, like, they decide not to play. And then, like, the other, the other uh, conferences are playing. That's why he, he looks like more of like an idiot than anything else. But, Mike, but, like, why is the Pac-12 not making a bunch of noise? They, don't the they were just like, okay, fine, yeah, we'll deal with it. They, like outside of USC, they don't have any legendary teams. Like 
the Big Ten has uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Nebraska, um, freaking Penn State. Like, they have these legendary teams that have, like, blue blood. Yeah. And good teams. Like, Ohio State would have competed for the national title. Penn State would have competed for the national title. Michigan always likes to think they compete for the national title. Like, Wisconsin, Minnesota, yeah. You know, Minnesota to a point, like, these aren't, like, just, like, USC, um, Oregon, like, like, no one else. Washington, yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm just, I'm glad I have a good, like, regardless of what the Big Ten does, at least I saw the Iowa State as, like, a good team to root for. They're on ESPN next weekend. They don't start till the 26th. Is that who they I could have swore I saw something that next weekend they play on the 12th. No, Iowa State doesn't start until the 26th. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, although there is college football on all day next next Saturday. Yeah. Which, which although none of the none of these games look any good. Wait, are you just, wait? No, a week from Saturday. Yeah, a week from Saturday. Yeah, because the ACC is on. Yeah. This weekend, I mean, I know there's games this weekend. The only one I might even like consider watching is BYU Navy. Yeah, I don't want to watch that just because I hate the hate watching the triple option. Yeah. I don't know. It's the only game with like half decent teams. Yeah. I mean, Saturday I'll be at a wedding all day, so like. So wait, is that wedding happening? No restrictions. That seems shocking to me. Uh, I think they had to lessen the the amount of people that are going. Where is it? Is it in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know for sure, to be completely honest with you. I don't know exactly what's going on. I'm just showing up. Yeah. Are you staying in a hotel? I am. Where? Wait, where in Pennsylvania is it? Strasburg. Um, oh, Tim's there, okay. Isn't that pretty close to you? It's like 45 minutes. Okay. Like- I mean, if there's an open bar, I, I don't blame you for getting a hotel, but... Well, oh, I'm just in a hotel no matter what. Yeah. I'm staying with the Watson. You guys got a room together? Yeah. Nice. Tell him I said hey. I will. But, uh... Wait, so this is um Garrett and that and his girlfriend? Correct. Okay. So I know him. Yeah. You sat. You sat. We, you remember sitting with them at the at the commercial dinner? Yeah. 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 I remember that whole night. <laughs> so do I. No, I'm just saying there. I'm not going to say them, but there were certain details. What, what, are you talking about? Are you talking about the rehearsal dinner or the wedding? Yeah, the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. Later. <laughs> But there, that's the thing, though. I have a wedding on Saturday, and if the Eagles win tomorrow, or well, the Flyers. Flyers win tomorrow, they play Saturday night for Game Seven. Oh no, for Game Seven! Oh God, that's brutal. 
That's brutal. Like, good God, man. Watch on your phone. I'll have to figure out something. That's just, like, worst case scenario. I mean, yeah, like, fuck, man. Huh. I don't know how to handle it, but whatever. Huh. Maybe they'll lose tomorrow and you don't have to worry about it. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Why you gotta do that? I'm just letting you know there are like multiple possibilities of what happens. Yeah, there's multiple possibilities for what happens every day. That's like, honestly, you're probably going to think I'm a shitty fan, but when the Hawks were playing and they were playing Vegas and they were down, you know, like they went down 3 nothing. game four was on a Sunday, and which they ended up winning, and game five was then at 9.30 at night on the next Tuesday. And so I'm thinking, all right, as much as I want the Hawks to win – if they lose, I'm not going to be mad because they're going to lose this series probably, and I don't want to have to stay up until midnight watching them potentially lose, which is exactly what happened, right? That's exactly what happened. Talk about worst possible scenario. You have to stay up late, you have to root for your team, and then they lose, and it's midnight, and you're sad and pissed off and tired, and then you don't get a good night's sleep. It's just not good. You're an awful fan. Like, seriously, dude, like, you should never root for your team to lose. I wasn't rooting for them to lose, but at least Wait, in the back of my mind. I'm worried about them losing. I'd be worried. Like, I have to wait months without watching my team play their sport again. Oh. What the hell is that shit, dude? You know what? My predictions were right, though, so maybe that gives me dude, validation. Dude, to watch your team in a playoff series, should, that should be, like, an honor. Like, but not on a Tuesday. Do it on like a Friday. What? What? On Tuesday, you walk into the office. I mean, or like show up to your Zoom meetings and you're like, oh shit, like, uh, Nick, why do you look so tired? And you'd be like, oh, I just stayed up late watching the, the Blackhawks game. You'd be like, oh, sick, dude. So you're a fan. Like, I respect that. I don't think that would be the response I'd get. I would. Yeah, but you're very unique, <laughs> to put it lightly. Either way, dude. That's shitty, dude. I'll piss at you for that. That's fine. But here's the thing. And the part of the another part of the reason why I felt that way was because the Hawks looked like shit in games one, two, and three. Like shit. And so I'm thinking to myself, they pissed me off up to this point. Can't score goals. Can't control the puck. Whatever. So, uh, you know, it's not like the odds of them turning it around and winning four straight are extremely slim, you know? So just rip the bandaid off. No, but, dude, come on. That's bullshit. Like, you never know when, if they win game four, they win game five, and then they win game six, and they win game seven. Well, they did win game four, and then they lost game five. Yeah, but you don't see dude. Nothing. That's the worst part. They were up 2 nothing in that game. They lost 4-3. Yeah. Yeah. But still, dude, like, that's bullshit. Yeah. 
whatever. We are now in our 67th minute of episode 67. Do we have to end it so that it can be 67, 67? Uh, I don't know. I don't care. Well, here, I do have to, I don't, I hope this doesn't screw it up, but I currently have headphones plugged in, but my phone is on 1% battery. So I have to unplug my headphones to plug in my phone charger. And I don't know if I do that, if I'm going to completely lose audio as has happened in the past. So we're going to find, we're going to find out in about 10 seconds, whether or not you can still hear me. All right, let's find out. I have to approach my charger. Okay. Here goes nothing. Yeah, I can hear you. Wow, what a miracle. Here, one second. I gotta you, you sound really faint, though. What? You sound really faint. Here, one second. It's a little better. It's whatever. A little better? Oh. It's better than nothing. Okay. It's better, it's better than me going, nay. That hasn't happened in a long time. You probably just jinxed it. I probably did, but whatever. Oh, Miguel Snell, the guy who hit an 800-foot home run last time. Let's see what he does. Our bullpen is going to be – we're on like a – Game three of like a 10-game stretch. And last night and tonight, we are just burning through our bullpen. Our guys are going to be awesome. It's not how you win baseball games. You need your starter to go at least six. That'd be the ideal. I'm watching basketball right now, game seven. I haven't watched one second of the NBA playoffs. Could not care less. I'm just watching because it's game seven. Of who? Thunder and the Rockets. Who's winning? Rockets by four. And there it is. What do you know? An off-the-wall double. He missed a home run by about a foot. I think I hate overweight baseball players. Why? Because all they do is just slink, slug diggers. And they, well, who's that guy who played third base for the uh, for the uh, the the Giants? Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, he had to like retire for a season because he was too heavy. Like, are you kidding me? Lose some weight. It's amazing how many guys get like that though when they're professional athletes and like they have nutritionists available. I know. Like, how do you, how do you let yourself go that badly? I mean, if you're making millions of dollars and you have a girl that's gonna like screw you no matter what, I mean, I guess I would, I would, I wouldn't care either. No, the only athletes who have the right to be like heavy are NFL linemen. Everyone True. Else just be in shape. True. No doubt there, but come on, let's be honest here. Like, if you're if you're if you're a guy, you're making millions of dollars. You have a hot wife, like there's no, and you can still like do whatever it take or do whatever your job entitles you to do. Like, why would you care? That's fair. Good. We got. Oh my. Are you? Jesus Christ! Oh my. 
Oh, here we go. Play at the plate. Oh, my God. Dude, this okay. Jesus Christ. Okay, here's what happened. Lead off double, right? Second base, no outs. Dude, next next batter up rips a a rips a, a a hard hit ground ball to first base, but the dude on second got caught, and so now it turns into a run now, right? So it goes to third, it goes to second, second. The shortstop throws it back to third base, throws it away, so it goes into the fence. Guy ends up scoring from second. Meanwhile, original batter. He's just hanging out on second base because he nobody's watching him. So he turns a ground ball to first base and would RBI double. Even though it's not going to get scored as an RBI double, it might as well be. Unbelievable. Like, this team, when this team plays bad, like, that's the thing. The White Sox, it's not like when they play bad or it's not like when they lose, they still played well. When they lose, they get, they just don't, it's not like they're not scoring runs. They're not scoring runs, but they're also piss poor on defense. Pitching is average to mediocre at best. Like, this team, when it when it oh, it just falls apart. When it when it's bad, it is falling apart bad. Like some teams can lose in a respectable manner. The White Sox can't do that. They're either going to totally screw something up beyond repair, or they're going to win by six runs. There's no middle ground for this team, and that's what's so frustrating. Like, why can't they ever be competitive? Like, they're not the kind of team that can like be competitive and eke out a win. It's never going to happen. They're either going to lose or win by a bunch. So frustrating. I mean, I'd rather have that than in between. I'd rather give you have it, give it, give you my all, or don't give me anything. But like right now, it's five to one. I don't see a scoring a run for the rest of the game, and Twins are certainly not going to stop. So like, I should just turn it off. I have no reason to keep watching this game. I would put, I'd put my life savings on the White Sox losing this game, and I would feel confident that I'd win that bet. So do it. I don't have any means of betting right now. Hmm. We, we got to look into that. Which uh, which uh, app to do that through when we go to Vegas? Yeah, if we go to Vegas. I think Caesars like has an app. Yeah, and since it's, it's and since we're already like members or whatever, or at least I'm a member. Yeah, or it's like smarter to bet through them because you get the points. Yeah. Sunday night, I'm expecting you to have earned enough points to upgrade us to like the, the high roller suite for our last night. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> probably not. Not unless probably you spend like 100 grand that weekend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You probably need 100 grand or like spent or won or something like that to, in order to get those points. There it is an RBI single. Score on the runner from second. Socks down six to one. No outs. Bottom fifth. This team. Is just shit in the bed. I'm turning this off. It's just, it's not even want to turn this game off. I'd literally rather watch a blank screen than watch baseball right now. That's a little harsh. Is there a hockey game on? Yeah. Which NBC Sports? Yeah. Right, I'm going to switch over there. When the hell? Oh, it's wrong. Wrong channel. Uh, since I'm at my aunt's house. I it's a different like cable situation, so the channels are different. So I typed in the normal channel for NBC Sports at my parents' house, but at my aunt's house, I'm currently I just switched to the uh, artisan collection of Bali jewelry collection. Oh my god, dude! Get off of that! 
I'm on Jury TV. <laughs> Jury TV. Why is that even a channel? I don't know, but I don't know what it's There we go. Where's your aunt live? In Chicago. Oh. Like technically in the city limits. She's about a half a half mile from being outside of the city, but technically in the city limits. Oh, I got you. That's how like Kelsey Bowman is in Philadelphia. Yeah. Where's um? How was your uh, apartment today? It was good. I liked it. And the only problem is it's it's cl- it's got everything we want, but it's very close to the highway. And so, like my like one of the bedrooms, the bedroom I would probably have, it's like it doesn't seem like the highway noise would be an issue, but like I'm a very sensitive sleeper, so that could piss me off. But I don't know. Like it's impossible to tell without living there how it's going to be. What part of Chicago is that? It's in technically it's in a neighborhood called Noble Square, but it's a it basically Wicker Park, which is like a younger kind of more like hipstery neighborhood, which fits me and my. <laughs> we have other friends who live there too. It's like walking distance from an apartment where four of our high school friends live. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? What, like, you know how you said it has everything you want or whatever? Yeah. What are those things you want? So it has, like, for like most important, it has a washer and a dryer in the unit, um, as opposed to having to do like, you know, communal laundry. Um, so washer, dryer in unit, it's got, um, it's got garage parking for one car. It's got the biggest thing is it's got a it's technically not a roof, but it might as well be a roof because it's like a jack in the back that's elevated. That and it's like 400 square feet. It's pretty big and it looks like incredible view of the skyline of the city, which is pretty cool. Um, and then it's got like enough room. It's pretty big. It's got two and a half baths rooms like a half bath on the main floor and then upstairs there's two full bathrooms one for each bedroom it's multi-story as well um yeah two separate rooms yeah two bedroom two bathroom nice man so like a master and then like a another bedroom with a hallway bathroom for it but like each bathroom has its own shower and everything so that's sick yeah so it's it's nice I might or I may or may not be visiting that next year. Over the summer? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be there. Hopefully, we'll figure it out. The one we end up going with, but yeah. Oh, shit, dude. All right, man. Good. About that, I'm winding down. What? I think I'm winding down. That's fine. All right. Well, dude, we made it. Sixty-seven in the books. Sixty-seven up. Who knows how to go? A million more. (laughs) All right, dude. Well, hey, dude. I'll catch you later. Stay safe.
All right. Have a good time this weekend at the wedding. Don't- yeah, I'll let you know what happens with all the shenanigans. <laughs> Please do. All right, dude. I'll catch you. All right, see you.